if you're an established designer and you're looking to take your business to the next level, or maybe you're feeling a little bit stuck and uh, not sure how to market or sell your services and whether you're going around in circles and throwing spaghetti at the wall, I want to let you know that we have a new program available. It's called Clients. It's a 10-week program working with me weekly to build your leads and get clients into your business. The link to join is in the show notes. We start very soon. So join the wait list and be first to know when we start. Hello and welcome to Interiors Insider, a podcast for the interior design industry. I'm going to pull back the curtain on the business of interior design. I'm going to share with you what's worked and what hasn't worked in my own business and those I've worked with along the way. Join me each week where I hope to inspire you to take action and follow your dream just like I did. With action, I believe your success is inevitable. I'm Kylie Tyrrell. I'm your host. Let's go backstage. Hello and welcome back to Interiors Insider, the podcast. Today, I wanted to discuss with you the biggest fears I had when I was getting into the industry. So I know that fear is very common and so I just wanted to chat a little bit about that, talk about it and just open up the idea that, you know, everyone does feel fear and that it's a normal part of the process. You know, it's scary doing something uh, new and different. So I just want to talk about a little bit about that today. I want to just tell you how I navigated my way through that and maybe give you some inspiration on how you can navigate your way through the fear of getting into the industry if you're thinking about doing that. I know that the thought of turning a passion into a career can be quite terrifying and the thought of me leaving my corporate role as a retail buyer and stepping into this creative industry was terrifying. I remember thinking, I don't have any experience to do this. I did know that I was good at doing it. I did know that I had an eye for colour and I did know that I could see things that maybe others couldn't see. I could pull spaces together. And I do remember in my very early days, I'll give you an example here, I was working in a tile gallery. So I'd work there on a Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, just to get some experience, to learn about the product. And the owner of this tile gallery was amazing. She was a self-taught interior designer. And what she would do is she owned the tile gallery, but she would also work with a lot of local builders and um, she would help them um, make their selections for their new builds or renovations. And I remember her saying, so I would watch her, I would just be like, I wanted to do exactly what she was doing. And I would watch everything about her and see how she interacted with her clients, how she went about selecting different colour schemes. And, you know, I was really intrigued by it all. And I remember her saying to me one day, she said, you know, I have a real gift and that gift is I can see colour. And I thought to myself, 
what on earth does that mean? I had no idea what she meant by I have this talent where I can see colour. And I guess the more I learnt about interior design and working with different surfaces and colours and paints, I started to understand what she meant by that. And I think you can see how different things can work together, different colours. You can see what works and what doesn't work in terms of bringing, you know, a cool palette and a warm palette together and, you know, just being able to envisage the end or envision the end result is what being able to see colour is all about. So it took me a little while, but I do believe I do have that talent also of being able to see colour. And I think for anyone who works in the industry, being able to see um, how colour works together and different materials work together is a real uh, skill and something that will hold you in very good stead for the industry. So, yeah, I just divert a little bit there, but I do remember her saying that to me once and I was just like, what on earth does that mean? So, yeah, the thought of turning this creative passion of mine into a career was very terrifying and I really wasn't sure what I was going to do. I was like, what if I was a fraud? What if people thought I was a fraud? What if I came across really unprofessional? What would happen when I got an inquiry, learn a client? How would I know what the next steps were? And how much would I charge a client if I got one? And these were all the questions that came up in my head. And they were all the things that I tried to work out and find out. And there wasn't, this is where I guess I started to realise there really wasn't any industry protocol on how to do any of this and that really each designer does their own or has their own way of doing things. And I do understand that now 13 years in that, you know, you can really mould this job to the way you want it to be and to what you want to do. But when you're starting out, it is so important to try and find out or have conversations with others in the industry to try and find out how they do these things so that you can, not saying that you can copy them, but so that you can then pull all of that information together and then work out a plan or a process that works for you and your life and your business. When we don't know these things, I guess that's when fear sets in. And then when that fear sets in, it either really stops people following their dreams or it just really puts a slow onto the progression of their career in this industry. So it doesn't have to be your story, you know, fear and not knowing or coming across like you're a fraud or not knowing what you're doing. Um, you know, the fear of being unprofessional doesn't have to stop you, but I do see how it does. So Interiors Insiders here to help you through all of those, to answer all of these questions. It's where I put my years of experience into place. It's, you know, the way that I've developed the program. It's where I help other designers just have conversations about what their fears are and try and sort them out for them so they can move forward in their careers. Some of the biggest fears that came up for me was, number one was, not knowing what to do when I actually got a client. So, you know, not knowing 
what the next step was. Like once I was able to market myself and I got an inquiry, one of my biggest fears was, okay, well, what would be my next step if I did get a client? Making sure that I didn't come across silly or come across unprofessional was another fear of mine and a big fear. And something that I really do, all of these fears, I have to say, I do see them rearing their heads in a lot of people in the industry. So it's not uncommon to feel these. In fact, it's very common to feel these things. And yeah, I guess we're diving into this this new career and we want to come across like we are professional and we know what we're talking about to our clients. And that's really hard to do when we're working in an industry that's very closed. And, you know, I've spoken about this in some of the previous episodes, you know, and we'll talk about this more as we go through more and more episodes. But, you know, the industry has always been quite guarded I think it is changing. I think the industry is opening up, but it is still very closed. It is still hard to get information. And I hope by bringing this podcast to you and the Interiors Insider program that more and more of us will upskill and become more confident in setting up our own businesses and moving forward and creating business, the business of our dreams, really. Yeah, looking silly and coming across unprofessional is a big was a big fear of mine. Another fear was not knowing what to charge. And once I knew how to charge or what to charge, how would I actually go about doing that? Like how did I actually charge the client? So these were all very valid fears that I had. Another one that was really big, I remember when I was first starting was what if I never earn enough money to leave my full-time job? I didn't even know whether I would be able to earn a full-time wage in this career, in this industry. So that was another fear of mine. So all of that led to me going on a bit of a process of asking lots of questions, approaching lots of designers and I guess along the way, working things out on my own as well. So where I couldn't get answers, I guess I just had to make it up as I went along. That's almost sometimes, you know, that can be quite daunting. But, you know, you learn along the way. We learn what's right, what's wrong. I'm sure there were lots of times when I didn't make any money out of jobs, but I certainly did learn a lot of things along the way. Today's show is brought to you by our major sponsor, TM Solicitor. Tracy is a trusted partner of Interiors Insider. She partners with you to navigate your legal obligations and protect you and your business as you grow. So, so important before we even start our businesses and reaching out to clients that we are protected. You can find Tracy at TM Solicitor on the gram or tmsolicitor.com.au. What I'm trying to get through today is all of us are going to have some really big fears about moving forward in this industry and our business, particularly when we're starting out. It's not like it used to be. So 13 years ago, the industry was very, very guarded. There was nothing like Interiors Insider out there. There was nothing where, you know, we discussed pricing as an industry openly. There was nothing about how we would present 
what format or, you know, what our design presentations look like. Whereas today, I think if you can surround yourself with other people in the industry who are doing amazing things, you get to, you know, not only see what they're doing, but you get to tap into their creativity and give you ideas on how you can grow your business and be the best possible designer that you can be. So Interiors Insider is here to help you grow. It's here to help you establish your path. It's here to make sure that you don't freeze, that you move forward. And a part of that is also, you know, inside the community, we talk to a lot of high profile designers or designers that are doing amazing things in the industry about how they grew their businesses and what they learned along the way. I mean, I ask all the questions. I love finding out, you know, what people charge, how they deal with clients, you know, what systems they use. So, you know, if you come into the program in the group, you actually get to find out all of that as well. So there's lots of learning along the way. And I have to say, 13 years in, I am still learning. I am still learning new ways of doing things. I think the industry is changing so quickly. And, you know, we need to be at the top of our game in this industry. We need to make sure that, you know, we don't set something up and then just leave it and think that's the best way to do it for the next 10 years. We need to be making sure that we're up to date with technology that we're using the latest apps, that we're using the latest programs, and we're just continually upskilling ourselves. And that can be really hard to do when you're working by yourself because you don't get to see what others are doing. So anywhere where you can be surrounded with some design inspiration, some people in the industry who are willing to share will only make your job and your life as a designer so much easier and so much more fulfilling, I think, which is so important that you actually get to feel good in this job and what you do. So my biggest fears, just rounding that up into five actual big fears that I feel like everyone in the industry goes through is, number one, what do I do when I get a client? What if I look silly or I come across as unprofessional? Number three, not knowing what to charge and then how to do that. Number four, not earning enough money to leave my full-time job. And lastly, number five, finding your network. That is one of the biggest fears I thought I would never be able to find a network of other designers who were willing to share, who were willing to give back, I think it does take time, but I think over time the industry is changing and I think more and more designers are happy to share and you just need to know and tap into those right networking groups to do that. As a designer, no matter how far you're in, whether you're starting or you're 10 years in, just to have that open mind to learning, continually learning and that there are always different ways and better ways to do things. And there's a lot of things that we can learn from very established designers who have been in the industry for a long time. And equally, there is a lot to learn from the new generation of designers that are coming in, in terms of technology and, you know, the things that are really important to that generation as well in terms of interior design. So, you know, have that growth mindset of always wanting to learn. And I think it'll hold you in great stead 
for driving your business and growing your business as you evolve and as your business grows in the future. So that was my fears about joining or starting out a career in this industry. I think you'll all agree if you're in the industry, it's an amazing, an amazing, amazing industry to be in. I feel fortunate enough to have been in the industry for 13 years now and I've been able to mould it around my lifestyle and my kids and I think that that's the beauty of this industry is that you can do you can build your business around your lifestyle and that's one of the absolute privileges we get to get in this industry. So until I speak to you all next week, thanks again for listening in. I really do appreciate you being here and we're evolving. We're up to episode four, I think we've just done. And yeah, I look forward to delivering you so much more value as we move forward. Okay, that's all for me today. Talk to you all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today on Interiors Insider. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head to the website, interiorsinsider.com.au. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a design colleague. That way we get to help others on their design journey. Thanks again and I'll speak to you next time.